What up, this is your boy DJ EFN. You might know me as a drink champ, but first and foremost, I'm a proud father. I linked up with two of my other dad homies, Manny Digital and KGB, to start the Fatherhoods podcast. Each week, we bring you insider hip-hop stories, parenting, and advice and therapy. The saying is true, it takes a village, and we humorously serve as each other's trusted counsel in figuring out how not to screw up being a good dad. Fatherhood's Fatherhood's Podcast. Beats, rhymes, and diapers. Yo, Fatherhood's fam, when you're out and about with your baby and they start wilding out, what do you do? Most dudes are fumbling through the traditional baby bag their lady prepped for them, trying to find that one thing that will calm the kid down. That doesn't have to be your life. Dig no more. The firstborn diaper backpack from Fly Dad has over 21 compartments to have everything right where you need it to be for you and your baby and keeping you fly through the process. Get $20 off when you visit flydadgear.com slash fatherhoods. All right, break, breaking news, fellas. Oh, shit. Oh. Break, breaking news. Uh-oh. I like how you saved that shit, too. You were back <laughs> real nonchalant scary, earlier. I have a um, an announcement, Uh-oh. and I actually have the name of the potty training book now. Oh, <laughs> come on! Like a kid. <laughs> oh shit! The man, the myth. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. Thought you'd All like. Right. Thought you'd like that. Yeah. That's... Diaper-free baby. That's the name. <laughs> that's the name of the book. So this is we... this is the five-month-old Bible that you guys yeah. were working on. Yep. Yep. Can you, um, Manny, or somebody, can we post that on our socials? And yeah, we'll, we'll get that. Place that. People can find that. And let's tweet a link to it, too. So okay. I can buy it. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll send that over to you. And then um, I guess just jumping right into it, it uh, this is kind of, uh, I don't know if it's a, what, what kind of topic you'd call this, but I was on the plane the other day and uh, ended up watching this documentary called three identical strangers you guys heard about that one yet i've heard about it yes i've been wanting to watch it but it was like an experiment right so yeah i mean you don't know that it's an experiment until later on into the into the movie but whatever yeah spoiler alert (laughs) (laughs) but but essentially it's these these um you know the three identical i don't know twins but i guess twins is not the really (laughs) there's there's more than two so triplets triplets? yeah triplets sorry so identical triplets, um, and they all got adopted um, by different, you know, different families, and then ended up ended up finding each other just randomly, and um, but it all turned out to be some kind of experiment that the adoption agency and a and a scientist was running, and because um, no one really he's in different social statuses. That's the experiment, right? Part of it. Yeah, I think the the idea was. At the end, it kind of revealed that the concept was about um, is is the outcome of raising children nature versus nurture. Mm. You know what I mean? So it's like if you have these folks, if you have these triplets, and apparently they all came from I think their parents had some some mental illness, and um, and 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 a study was showing with with some twins and triplets that uh, you know put all the the kids kind of can can have just like you know we might inherit things from from our families but it turns out like 
these triplets all suffered in various degrees from mental illness, um, you know, passed down from the families. But some of them did it in varying, you know, had varying degrees of it. And a lot of it seemed to be stemming from, you know, the, the nurture they were getting from, from their families. And the, the interesting thing to me about it was um, the one in particular, um, they all had three different families. One guy, his, you know, he didn't really get along too, too tough with, with his dad. The other one was kind of uh, more, you know, had a de- okay relationship, but it wasn't, you know, it wasn't like they were best friends. And then the third guy, he had a super tight relationship with, with his dad. And that dad ended up once the brothers all found each other, that dad ended up embracing all three of them. And he was like, wow. the glue, he was like the glue for everyone. Um, and that's the guy that basically had, you know, he had mental illness, but he had, you know, the, I guess the easiest time coping and, and, a lot of people are attributing it to the father who was, you know, just kind of all in the mix with him. And spoiler alert again, the other one who uh, ended up committing suicide had the worst relationship with with his dad. Um, yeah, I heard, I heard it starts off all peachy and interesting yeah. and then it yep. goes dark, the documentary. Yeah, very dark. So it's a so documentary? I mean, we just, yeah. yeah, yeah. And yeah. it was like they were like a like a media sensation when they found each other and all that yep. stuff. In yep. whatever town they were from. What's the name of it again? Three Perfect Strangers? Three Identical Strangers. <laughs> That's a sitcom in the seventies <laughs> or eighties, buddy. Without the three. <laughs> I don't know. Without the three. Bal- balky. Balky. <laughs> <laughs> I used to do a mean Balky impersonation. I forgot it now. Oh, okay. That's interesting. Yeah, so that's uh, just uh, that that nugget of just like how important the, especially you know considering what we're talking about, how important the father was for now the kind of mental sanity of of does does the the documentary focus on the father and not the mother on purpose? Um, they talked about the families, but they really but they they did zero in on the fathers and the relationship that the fathers were having with with these kids. They were boys. Yeah, I'm just wondering what. They didn't like specifically say it, or maybe they did, and I don't remember. But it, they definitely seemed to kind of go in on the relationship between the son and the father, on mm-hmm. with everyone. That's really yo. That's crazy. I'd never heard anything about it. So now I'm yeah, I had, I had some stuff. Actually, they I think they were on. They talked about it on CNN. They had the directors, and yeah, it had like they had a little media blitz about the doc. What do you What do you guys think of the overall idea of? of nature versus nurture when it comes to i mean i personally believe that the just the the simplicity of of a child feeling loved in the home no matter what the financial circumstances or what the circumstances are around them i think plays a huge part in the development of that child into adulthood and what they in turn you know give to the world and give to their kids and whatnot and for it. Because I've seen like, and I'll give you perfect examples. Like there's kids in, in that come from war zones, you know, that, they, that there's total hell around them. And, and these people are, you know, young adults or adults and they seem like perfectly well-adjusted, fine people who seem happy, happy in general. And that has to be that for the most part, their parents were very loving with them and were, were protective of them and helping them, you know, cope with, whatever the hell was going around them. So I'm kind of in agreement, but I also question 
the importance of nature. Not that it's not important. I, the significance, I guess. Because while I think nurture, if I had to, you know, if I'm weighing it, I'd say nurture plays a humongous role in a, in a child's development. But if you ask me, does nature kind of get completely overshadowed? I don't. I don't think so. Because you see, oftentimes, like for instance, in my in my, my case, right? I have a stepdaughter. I can sense at some point in her life, even though her her biological father hasn't really played a huge role in her in her life. I I can foresee her gravitating, trying to figure out, you know, what that side of the family is. And, and I think that's just nature, you know, trying to connect the family, right? Um, but as far as development goes, I, I got to give it to na- uh, nurture pretty much any day of the week. I mean, are we understanding what nature and nurture are in this? Like, are we all, because I don't know if I feel like Manny's well, perception of nature was different than from what I was thinking. Well, I think it just, you know, so I think going back to the documentary or in, but just the <clears> definition <throat> in general, I think nature is more about, you know, you are who you are via the genes you inherit mm. you know, from, from your families versus you are who you are because of your upbringing and the people surrounding you and, you know, at raising you. It's like, um, it's like, are you... Are you who you are because um, no matter how no yeah no matter how well you're raised or or how poorly you're raised you know you still inherit these you know these genes from your family and that's how you know this is how your dad was and so this is how you're going to be no matter what um, or is it you know you have these things in you but the nurturing aspect is super important because it could steer you away from you know not focusing on some of that stuff if it if it ends up being bad like you know mental illness or alcoholism or whatever right. you know i mean, I mean both are important obviously but I don't, you know yeah i think it's it's a percentage thing and, and and then there's obviously special cases and anomalies that 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 you know go against whatever the percentage towards one thing is but i think the nurture part of it is more of a percentage of that that's going to affect the child versus whatever genes or whatever you know is being passed down through their family because depending on who's around that child in their development can help them cope with anything that's been thrown at them through their you know dna or whatever so and i think that makes a big difference just like you said the, the one kid who had the bad parenting or whatever ended up committing suicide so that that right there tells you that the they all had the same mental illness passed down to them but one was able to kind of like navigate or cope with it better because of the nurturing versus the other <clears throat> yeah i mean you so like this kind of i mean you guys are already talking about it but i think mental health play nurturing children plays a huge role in how their mental health develops right and so i mean i'm not saying anything fucking out of this world here but you you see it play itself out in a lot of places in society, and now it's in vogue to be really cognizant about mental health, and, and you know a lot of these, what we would have considered non-issues, and as we grew up, right, in a lot of cases are significant issues, and people just don't know how to cope with them. So like when you know when Cipher was on the, on the show, he kind of just went in on how you know his his paternal situation kind of just came up, and he had a breakthrough, but. 
but I think nurturing helps combat. You know, let's let's assume I. This is just my belief. Let's assume about your biological parent suffered from depression. Let's just say right. And I think if you, I don't necessarily think that's genetic per se. Right, right. If you, I mean, it could. I think there is. It's probably probably, probably is. in some cases, but I think there's obviously cases where it's just whatever your circumstances are depress you. Right, but then if you're nurtured properly or right. you know in a great situation, you might be more prone to depression. Is what it could that, be. That could be passed down. Right, but I think you're stronger mentally if you grow up in an environment that caters to helping you develop your your mental as, as right. well as you can you kind of it helps you kind of combat that kind of stuff well well let me ask you the you guys this question what do you guys feel personally do you guys feel you've ever dealt with or have any mental health issues or have had any mental health issues i mean if you don't want to disclose it that's quite all right no, we don't do that here we don't we don't <laughs> we don't hide I, I mean personally it could be a simple like personally i i no i can't say that I, well i've never had anything that i've been treated for um, and I'm unaware of having any mental issues, but yeah, I, I think I'm relatively, I'm insane to the degree that I think is normal and acceptable. <laughs> right. Outside of that, I haven't really had any issues. You can? Yeah. No, I mean, I'd say when I was younger, I could be prone to being, to being moodier, I guess. <laughs> um, and maybe, you know, not really depressed but i guess more just as i got older like just kind of learning confidence and i guess really learning some of the things that maybe i missed out on by not having uh you know like a, a father or a, or a strong father figure in right. in my in my life or you know in in those years so i think some of those things missed me and as i got older I, you know i was like trying to figure out whatever it could be you know talking to girls could be just self self-esteem whatever you know some of those things that that did maybe come from a strong male figure and so i i'd say that that's probably where any kind of moodiness or depression came in because it was just you know self-doubt that kind of stuff but um not not on the not to definitely not to the point where i felt like i needed to have therapy or talk it out or anything it was more just kind of learn to deal with it you know well i don't want to go down the rabbit's hole of talking about this too much but um i definitely felt or have felt throughout my life that i've combated mental health issues hence the name of my company crazy hook productions hence who's crazy all of that what i've tried to do is flip it and i've always tried to tackle my brain and self analyze myself and like you know kind of like flip it so it's just like i'm tackling it head on and, and then making it something positive versus something negative. But directly into this conversation, again, without trying to get too deep into things, you know, I didn't have my father around much. My mother also suffered from, from depression and, and, and attack and, uh, you know, panic attacks and anxiety. Yeah, so, same here. My mom had yeah. a, lot, a lot of anxiety, worry, and she definitely passed that stuff to me, which it took a, took, took a lot of years to just shed feeling you know those kind of anxious it's feelings terrible. about money and all that kind yeah, of stuff. yeah it's yeah. terrible man and especially being a little kid and being yeah. raised by a, a single mother you know single parent of mother and she's having panic attacks which if anybody who doesn't know 
the person feels like they're dying. They feel like they're having a heart attack. They're like they, like my mom would stop in the middle of the highway and call like an, you know, not call because we didn't have cell phones at that moment. But she'd stop and be like, we need to get to a hospital or at home. She'd call an ambulance and. And I'm thinking as a little kid, oh, shit, my mom's about to die on me. And and, th- and it would happen repeatedly. So that's obviously taking a toll on me. And and also, and this is going to sound pretty crazy. And, and I've said it a couple of times. And I've always been like, man, I'm going to get reported to somebody. But <laughs> I, when the Columbine thing happened, like yeah. I had, I, I had identified, like I was older already. But I could identify with what those kids were thinking and going through to a degree. Mm-hmm. And I think that a lot of kids have those thoughts and ideas because as young adults or kids whatever we have broad imaginations and if you start getting either bullied or you go through hardships and especially for kids growing up without one of their parents maybe so they don't have like for me my father wasn't there to help me navigate some of these things you start to like just imagine how you would attack you know tackle these problems and sometimes it has to be like this grand idea of like how you're going to be like the superhuman person doing all this crazy stuff and you're going to, you know, rain revenge on everybody that's bothering you, bullying you, you know, pissed you off or whatever. And and you do have all these like crazy thoughts of what you would do and how you would do it. Um, and so I kind of understood what those kids were coming from. Now, going back full circle to what we're talking about, the difference for me in a lot of this and why I think I went different path and hopefully I continue that path in my life <laughs> is... um is is the nurturing part because although my mom had those issues and although she couldn't since she was dealing with it she didn't really know how to help me deal with it the only thing my mom would ever do is try to throw me at psychiatrists or psychologists because she thought the divorce of my parents and everything that had happened with my dad was going to be an effect on me but really and truly i felt those doctors was a negative thing because she we didn't have a lot of money so she's throwing me to like you know whatever like free like a free psychiatrist, oh, okay. you know, by some college or university and then, and then throw me to this psychologist and, and this program that's doing a test on how to like, and then they, they're like running tests on me, like weird things. And I think all that shit backfired and made, made it worse for me. Mm-hmm. So she really didn't help in that department, but just all the love that my mom showed me and every, and then watching just her dealing with everyday struggles of raising a child. And then recently my grandma's been in the hospital. I've, and I've always known this throughout my life, but my grandparents were a rock for me as well. My my parents, my my mom's mom as well, but my but my dad's parents, because they were his parents, were very special to me because they were so good to me. And even when I moved away from LA, I could call them for anything and ask for anything in the world. And I feel bad for them now in life, but I would be like, if a computer, you know, was all of a sudden popped out, I want a computer and that shit, you know, brand new at the time when computers were, you know, were coming out, it was like expensive. And they bought me a computer and I didn't even know how to use it. Like MS-DOS, like like an asshole, (laughs) but they would buy me anything I wanted, you know, to a degree when I was in LA, they would, you know, take me shopping, take me to Toys R Us, you know, just really caring and loving. And I think those things, when, when times got tough and thinking of crazy shit to you know that i might potentially do or being violent or or just doing certain things those were the differences for me to not do these things and try to like take this stuff and tackle it in a different way and and hence art was my expression and music and trying to do something with music and art and um and i think it made a huge difference and and for my mom like for example i didn't want to do anything so crazy that I would destroy, like, my mom had been through so much, you know, divorcing my dad because she was Catholic and the family didn't believe in that. 
and trying to prop herself up to raise me that I didn't want to make her look bad. And just that love to me it just made such a big difference, you know, thinking of family love. And so I do think it's it's super important, man. Yeah, definitely agree. That might have been way too deep and way no, too no, that, no, I'm, And I I'm might get reported to <laughs> Homeland Security now. <laughs> uh, no, I'm with I'm with you. I think you know I had unconditional love growing up as well from from my mom, single single parent experience. So a lot of a lot of similarities with you, E, just in terms of you know going through those trials and tribulations, but uh, you know that. Knowing that you were loved, I think moved you know moved the needle in the right direction. Where, you know, because I was I was getting into all kinds of shit, but uh, you know yeah. I was I was able to steer it in the right direction just because I you know I, I knew that that was ultimately I was coming from uh, you know a good heart and a fam a family from a good heart. So and, and, and let, let me follow that path. You know, I'm not saying that that life will be perfect and you're no. not going to make mistakes because obviously I did a lot of crazy things and, and, and stupid things growing up, but I think it's just enough to save you from these humongous mistakes in life. Yeah. And, think- and like you said, you like me, I've always said to myself, when I have my children, I'm going to give that the same way that I got it. You know, you kind of want to continue, you know, the golden rule, you know, do unto others what, what, what you want to be done to yourself. And I feel like the love for my family, I want to, return the favor and continue that love to my child and then keep growing that yeah think about think about the the parents who you know got the shit beat out of them and Mm -hmm. and you know unfortunately there's a lot of them that that carry on that tradition and uh you know because they're like well fuck it that got that that happened to me so this is what's going to happen to my kids versus i got a lot of love um so i'm going to get you know i'm going to continue to i think it's just you know i think more parents probably need to get educated on just like how to kind of I don't know decipher their their path their upbringing and break the and, cycle yeah and just kind of figure out what's you know really think about like the, the kind of kids you want to raise or at least the kind of situation you want to try to create as opposed to just winging it you know yeah yo this shit started off heavy all right <laughs> <laughs> I'm depressed now I'm gonna something crazy wait, 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 wait. let me just let me just, let me just <laughs> crazy motherfucker <laughs> <laughs> so let me give you I, I was talking to my dad my dad lives in orlando and uh I, he you know right before we, we got on and uh he was telling me like i hadn't spoken to him in a couple months and he's like yo the the, the podcast you guys are doing is fucking <laughs> First, first the dude says popcast p-o-p-cast and he's not the first one i heard a few people so far like they happen to be dominican say popcast so i think that's what the dominican folks are gonna call it popcast but um nice. we but, should, we should. <laughs> but he's uh he's you know telling me like giving us props and stuff and he he's he's not the technical type like he's got a smartphone but he might as well have a flip the way he uses it but he latched on to this. Like, he listened to this one. He listened to my other podcast. And I was like, I, I fed him the links thinking, whatever. He's not going to jump on it. And he's been listening. He's like, yo. He goes, every time I see somebody, I tell him, hey, check out my son's podcast. 
So you can learn how to raise your kids. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, we're going to get sued. Like, you taught me all the wrong shit. <laughs> Not even that. I'm like, yo, Pops, you're going to get smacked in the mouth. You don't relax. <laughs> how to raise your kids. <laughs> so I'm telling people what to do. He's like, nah, man, you know I'll be bullshitting. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so, you know, at least our podcast is doing all right down there. Well, all Pitbull right. called Drink Champs Drink Champions to somebody. <laughs> oh, he's been killing it with the Drink Champions. <laughs> there you go. All right. Well, now's a good time since we're in a good mood. Let's let's uh, we we got Premium Pete joining us tonight, so let's call him up and he's got an interesting story and his dynamic is is uh, not not the norm with uh, his kids and how he's raising them and been able to raise them. So let's, let's bring him into the mix. Now up. Premium Pete. What's up, sir? What's up, Premium? Man, thanks for having me, man. I look, I, I look forward to talks like this. I feel like there's not enough of them, to be honest with you. Uh, when you said something about, like, anything that has to do with parenting or fatherhood or... Or anything is like something that I always have tried to push to talk about more, you know. And uh, so it's something different, too. Like, I feel like, you know, we live in a world where there may be a certain amount of saturated things. But, you know, I don't think talking about being a father, being a parent is ever saturated. Yeah, I agree. And, and actually, um, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm familiar with listening to your podcast and um, I know I've, you've had those Father's Day episodes and you've always, uh, you know, bigged up being a dad and how important it is to you. And, you know, you've got your presence over presence, um, IG and just your whole motto. So before we get into kind of your story and it, give, give us a little background on, on that and how you how you brought that brought that out. Uh, which one? What, uh, the the pres- mean, uh... presence over presence. So, yeah, so presence over presence. So, first of all, you know, anyone who is uh, first time, you know, hearing that, um, you know, to understand this, your presence is the best gift you could ever give your kid. You know, um, I've, I've been around some of the brokest people. I've been around some of the wealthiest people. And I've learned it doesn't matter. Like, I always use this example. As I remember one time, rest in peace, Combat Jack, we were sitting down with little boozy. And uh, Boozy was like, ah, oh, man, when I was away, my kids had iPads, they had iPhones. They had, and I was like, yeah, but they didn't have you. And he was like, yeah, you're right. And, you know, so I say that to say this, you know, we live in a world where um, a lot of us um, growing up and, you know, if any of us, uh, you know, live different lifestyles where you put your life on the line or you were hustling, um, you know, you actually think you know, you're doing it for your kids or your family, but at the end of the day, what you're doing is you're you're risking a chance to ever be in their lives. And what I've learned is from being away, uh, from being around a lot of, uh, uh, you know, different parents, from being a separated parent, um, you know, from from being, then coming back and being a regular parent again, because there is a difference, and I'll explain that if you want to know. You know, I've learned that, like, you know, presence is everything. Like, you know, I've dated girls, who had issues because they had no father in their life. I've been around young kids who had issues because they had no father in their life. And that that's why I say that presence is everything. So I remember, like, uh, you know, I missed my daughter's first day of school uh, because I was locked up. And, you know, I was I, I always wanted to fast money, you know. I grew up, um, you know, I grew up in Coney Island, Brooklyn. And, uh, you know, I'm an Italian, but I grew up in Coney Island, Brooklyn, which actually shouts to Coney Island for making me... Uh, 
understand the melting pot at a young age. And then I moved over to like Bensonhurst. So all I seen was like, you know, mafia guys or guys with Cadillacs and flashy. So all I ever wanted was flashy stuff. And I thought materialistic stuff was all that ever mattered. And, uh, you know, I remember at a point in time where my father's a great dude. And uh, I really didn't look up to him. I looked up to these other guys because, uh, you know, I felt my father was like just a corny guy. Like, he was okay. He just failed. And these other guys were more. But meanwhile, I, I look at it now and I tell my father all the time, my man, you're a tough guy. The guy who worked three jobs and mm-hmm. the guy who busted his ass and the guy who, you know, you know, the whole, you know, working guy, tough guy, anybody listens to Bronx Tale. But to bring it back in, Presence Over Presence was, was, I'll never forget, you know, I started that. And it's more than just saying IG page. I really, you know, I started that with the hopes of trying to do something. But I was so busy in my life doing so many other things. I didn't really move further with that. But I was okay that people worldwide were living it. I get emails all the time. I get tweets all the time. I get DMs all the time from people who show me or, you know, are living it. I never wanted to make something where it was mine, like presence of a presence should be mine. I never forget when I think they had that show with Eddie Wong. What's his name? Uh, what's the name of that show? I forgot that show. Fresh off the, off the boat. boat? Um, yeah, fresh off the boat. Yeah. Yeah. I think, yeah, yeah. I, th- I think they, I think, I think they quoted presence over presence in there, and uh-huh. I, I, I had a bunch of tweets. People were like, "Oh, they're copying you," or and I never look at it like that. You know what I mean? It's like even like you know, Shasta, uh, you know, e, you know, EFN, like you know, even like 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 I plenty of times I tweeted out Drake champs, or plenty of times like you know I seen you guys tweet out what, what we. Do. I go, I I'm never like that. So the point I'm trying to make is like. I want it to be open. I don't want. I want people to live that lifestyle of, of and 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 they are. So so here we go to bring it full full term. I was away and uh, missed my daughter's first day of school. Um, I I was hurting. I was like, damn man, you know, it's like, you know, here I am thinking I was doing something right and and I, and I really wasn't. And and I'll never forget. I was sitting down with this ASAC counselor because when you're in there and if you're hustling or for you know you have to go to like counseling services and. And I remember her saying, you know, uh, your best thinking got you here. And, you know, I'm sitting for a room full of different people from different areas and all different same styles. And and and, and I remember she said that stuck with me. And she's like, you know, and, and she said, you know, your kids don't, your kids don't, you know, they, they have gifts, but they don't have you. And that's why I said your presence is worth more than, you know, than, than, than any present. And then I said presence over present. And I kept on pushing it. So when I came home, I kept on pushing it because... Again, and, you know, I'll let you guys get into it more, but, you know, I, I mean this wholeheartedly, man. It's like it ruins people when they don't, you know, have someone in their life. I mean, let's go back and look at the Will Smith clip, you know, of like, you know, like, like why don't he love me? You know, it, you know, even like the toughest guys will say, no, nah, no, nah, so I'm good. You know, he's a piece of shit. But if you read, like, look, I sit down in any of my episodes, I go over parenting. I go over fatherhood. I go over, I go over like anything. I've sat down with some of the biggest, some of the different type of people, meaning like I'm from entrepreneurs. When I start going into it, people like, like even I'll give you an example. When I sat down with Scott Storch and I was talking to him about not having a father. And he was like, he, he, he said that he, he couldn't hold down food for the first four months, you know? And, and, you know, when they got divorced and his father wasn't in his life anymore, he had to move to stay with his mother. I'm just saying these things are true. So anyway, to make a long story short, uh, short, your presence in your kid's life will be the best gift you ever give them. Hey, hey Pete. So you got um, you have a you have a teenage 
daughter, right? And then you have a young son now. And then you mentioned at the beginning when we started talking about being a, a separated dad versus a, uh, I forget what you use, but basically a, you, you yeah. have more of a kind it's of traditional dad a- lifestyle now, right? Sure, sure, sure. And, I'm and getting to live my dream. So, so with your daughter, I know you were you were locked up for a little bit, and then when you came back, what was that transition of of being with your daughter or reconnecting with her? Were you what was the dynamic? Were you guys living together, or were you uh, having to you know visit? What, what was that dynamic for you? Yeah, yeah. So, so, so you know, we you know, I was married to her mother, and uh, you know, things were going a little south. But when I was away, she. You know, it's funny. Anybody who's away, for some reason, you could always try to finesse your way back into a relationship, especially with your kid's mother. So, uh, you know, I wound up coming home and, uh, you know, understanding that I needed to make right. You know, my daughter was visiting me, had no idea. Um, that type of shit didn't, that, that type of shit made me feel very uh, uh, hurt. And I felt I, I knew I needed to do better. So when I came home, we tried to work it out, me and her mother. Unfortunately, it didn't work out, but I'm glad because it, it ended off better than it did the first time. Um, but, um, I've learned right there and then, and that's where, again, I tell people, you know, um, all the time who go through this, cause there's a lot of people going through, you know, relationships don't last, man, you know, because people don't put in the work sometimes or deal with this, you know? So, you know, I remember, uh, you know, first time being a weekend dad, I'll, I'll never forget this shit. And, uh, I pulled up to her house to get, uh, my daughter on a Friday. And, uh, cause that's a typical, I don't want to say, you know, that's a, traditional you go friday you drop off sunday um right. you know, no, this I, is the I, weekend I dad, right? weekend dad, yes yeah, so, yeah, you know yeah, i yeah. never forget the first time i had i had to pick her up um i picked I, I went to go pick her up i was happy i was so happy i was like yo you know and it's different because mind you again and this is where i'll get into where you're being a, a different dad because you know i'm so excited to spend this time with her when you know i'm not saying that a father who stays home with his kids isn't uh, excited to spend the time with him, but he knows he has tomorrow. Yeah, right. You know what I mean? Yeah. So if he's busy, he may say, you know, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Unfortunately, that's what we do sometimes. I'm not saying every father I'm saying, but sometimes right. we do do that. You know what I mean? And, uh, so I was so excited to pick her up. Um, I'll never forget. I, I didn't know what to do. I didn't know where to go. You know, she was, she was young and I'll never forget. I remember calling my sister. And this is why I believe in family so much. And I called my sister and, and I was like, Hey, what are you doing? She's like, did you pick up, you know, Skylar? That's my daughter. And I was like, yeah, I picked her up. And, 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 and I was like, what are you doing? She's like, and she had a, uh, my niece was about five, four years older. And she's like, oh, we're going to the zoo. And I'm like, zoo? Uh, can I come? Like, Because I, 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 I needed some guidance. You know what I mean? Real tough. <laughs> right. I really needed some guidance. And, and, and um, you know, we, we went to the zoo, and we had a great weekend. And I kind of was able to have my sister be like, help me learn. And, 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 and then, uh, yeah, yeah, like a coach, yeah, for sure. And, and then the only thing is, like, when someday came, like, I was crying. When I dropped yeah. her off, I walked away, uh, and I had tears in my eyes because it for didn't sure. feel right. And, you know, and, 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 and so how I started to, to help with that was, and this is, again, with the presence over presence, where I would tell people all these years that, that, that I've been speaking to, um, you know, I would say I wasn't happy with being a weekend dad. No, no, I did not want to be that. Right. So on Tuesdays, I would stop by and do a pizza date with her. Or Wednesdays, I would, I would come by and grab ice cream with her. You know what I mean? Like, and, and even if it was just for an hour or a half hour. Um, you know, and I don't want to get too much into the personal of a man or, or a woman who, who's dealing with uh, uh, this. But 
you know, when you're a separated dad, man, it's like you're, you're rebirthed. And, uh, you know, you get like all this like free time, but you really understand you don't have any. And, yeah. and, you know, you got to work or bust your ass and then you got to, you know, uh, share time for, you know, save time for your kids. And, and then, you know, who always forgets about, gets forgotten about yourself, right. you know? And, uh, so, 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 so it's tough, man. And I, I remember having those moments, like, you know, I remember being a young father and I'll never forget my daughter went to the party and I, I put this on Twitter one time. This shit went like crazy. Um, and, and I remember like she, she uh, uh, you know, she she went to the bathroom and she went to you know she took number two and, and it came out blue, and I was <laughs> bugging. Like I remember, I called my mother. I was like, "Oh, I was like, uh, what the fuck is going on? I need like you know." And then just only to find out that she ate a blue crayon. Oh and, nice. and, <laughs> But I was bugging. I was bugging because I was like, man, you know, keep in mind, you know. And I still say this to this day. Like my daughter is eighteen in college. My son is three, going to be four. You know. um, I, I, you know, I, I, I'm pretty good at this, but at the same time, there's no booklet, there's right. no manual, you know, we don't know, you know, like, like again, and, you know, I don't mean to be all over the place, but, uh, you know, you know, this is uh, right up my alley as far as, like, heartfelt, and, and I always want people, like, listening, the first time fathers, fathers to be, or somebody in the struggle right now who's listening, to understand that they're not alone, and to understand that, you know, that, that, you know, there's no perfect father, there's no perfect you know, there's no book, but there's no manual, you know, it's like, even like, like, and I said this the other day on Twitter, it's like funny how we relate to everything on social, but I, I don't know, maybe it's just me, <laughs> but, um, you know, I, I, uh, I was with Charlemagne and he was at a book signing and he was talking about his anxiety book, his book, uh, Shook Ones. Right. And he's mentioned how he had parenting anxiety. I was like, fuck, I never thought of that. Like every day, like I'm, I'm, you know, look, every day I say to myself, did I do enough for my daughter? Hmm. Am I doing the right thing by her? Can I do more? Can I be better? Because let's be real. Maybe this don't happen to you get older. But, you know, you, you got to think of those things. Like, look, you know, I, I'm, I'm confident and I'm special to myself, but I'm not perfect. And, and, and can I be better every day? Can I be a better father? Can I, can I approach things? Like, you know, and at the same time, our parents weren't always the best people like look i give an example my father name's angelo okay he's an italian american but his father is a super ginzo greaseball he's from italy <laughs> his name's nunzio okay oh, yeah do you think this guy hugged my father <laughs> no so you know what happens most of the time i'm not saying they don't do this because we're a generation i feel like we break chains right and we do it different but well, my old, father old like, school cycle continues a lot yeah yeah yep. for sure I love my father, but I don't, he never really like hugged me and told me he loved me, you know, but, but, you know, it, it's like now these days I see like people with their kids, like, and you know, I go to swim class with my son and I see these fathers, like just so happy. That shit makes me so fucking happy, man. I remember being in a dance class with my daughter and I was the only guy there and I was looked at funny. Yeah. It's a different, it's ah, a different man. time. You see, you see more of that inclusion and, parents specifically fathers being more engaged what uh and this is by the way pete this is mainly digital um what's I, up man i noticed uh just you know listening to your podcast you your daughter played a significant role obviously in your life just her being uh, you know born but even as far as your health goes can, can you tell us a little bit about uh what happened seven years ago 
Oh, I, I did. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's funny. It's fu- funny you say that, uh, you know, I smoke cigarettes, and people make fun of me. That's my close friends make fun of me. Um, you know, I smoke Newport 100s for 17 years. Um, only Newport 100s. I'm going to tell you how real I was. And I don't, I'm not a person who kisses my ass, but I'm going to tell it on this, uh, on this show. I remember being away, and you couldn't get menthol, okay? Uh, you could, and I would not smoke until I had menthol. Mm. Now, they had this tobacco called Top, and it was like upstate that would have Top, but you would have to roll your own. And if it was regular or somebody's like, I'm like, yeah, I need a cigarette. Someone's like, I got a cigarette. Oh, it's menthol? No, it's not menthol. I don't want it. So I was hooked to menthol like crazy. And I'll never forget, you know, um, you know, you know, my daughter used to ask me to quit all the time. And, you know, sometimes I'll be honest with you. Us as, us, I want to go back to what I was saying too, and I'm, I'm on topic, but I want to go back to what I was saying, like, you know, we're out hustling and thinking we're providing for our family, but remember what I was saying, but we're risking, right? Yeah. Think about it. How many of us just smoke with our kids in the car? Even young, just smoke. You know what I mean? Um, I mean, I, you know, I mean, that's not cool. I mean, but I'm not trying to be all, you know, prissy about it. Like, oh, you know, you said, but, but when you really think about it, right? You know what I mean? So the point I'm making is like, you know, there's a lot of things we do, um, you know, and then there's some parents who are very on the down low, and I get that. You know, you go to shed, smoke a joint. You know what I mean? Okay, God bless. Right. You know, um, some people are more open, but I remember my daughter um, asking me to quit. And, and, and to be honest with you, I was addicted. So I would say, yeah, I'll quit. I'll quit tomorrow. Come on, I'll quit. Don't worry about it. Come on, just do your homework. Don't worry about me. You know, you know how a parent, you know, be, you know, is sometimes. And, yeah. And for a long away. time, I remember. Yeah, yeah, sure, sure. You know, because at the end of the day, with a parent. What the hell are you talking about, right. kid? Like, you relax. But, but a kid is, you know, they're the smartest. Because they don't never, ever, ever go by what you say. Mm-hmm. They go by what you do. And, you know, I would never quit. And I remember one day she told me, I told her something. And she said, why should I listen to you? You know, she's like, you, you know, I asked you to stop smoking. You can't even do that. And I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> like, you know, she was like, you know, she was like 10 at the time or like 11. And I was like, you know, and, and I don't know, again, it made me, it brought me back to when I remember when I came home and the drive and desire I had to be a better man for her. And, um, yeah, man, I quit cold turkey. I'll never forget, man, that first day I quit, my ears were so fucking hot and red. Um, I, I went to bed about 5.30 in the afternoon. And I says, and I remember telling myself, like, yo, when I wake up tomorrow, hopefully it's a better day. And it was a better day. And, you know, some people, anybody listening who, who uh, uh, you know, maybe some people were told different, I used candy in the beginning. And it worked for me. Some people say it's a different crutch, but to be honest with you, we all have crutches. Mm-hmm. And if you could get less on your crutch, to me, it's not a bad life. But yeah, my daughter, uh, you know, and there's a lot of things, man, that, 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 that she made me do. Like, there's a lot of girls that I used to uh, mess around with that I knew uh, that I stopped messing around with because I knew that they cared more than a booty call. And I was like, damn, man, even though I probably can't stop this, one day, uh, you know, some, you know, one day, I just don't want to be that for a girl. Like, 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 I don't want to lead her on for a piece of, uh, you know, for some sex, you know, because I know she wanted more than that. So, like, I remember, like, you know, calling her, and it's crazy because when I did that, I did that for my daughter, even though I know that maybe that doesn't get reciprocated to her, say, you know, um, but I did that because I was like, this person isn't 
Like, I'm just looking. I don't have time for her. She wants more than that. Why am I leading her on? So you trying to set, and, a, set and, an example you know, for your daughter? In a sense? Yeah, but at the same time, yeah. you know what's so crazy? The girl the girl wanted me even more after I did that. So I don't know. You know I, had to, <laughs> I, I, had to, I had to change phones on the that truth, The truth but, will um, set you free, Pete. Oh, <laughs> she, <laughs> she wanted that ultra premium, Pete. <laughs> Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, you know, I'm trying to give it the, uh, you know, on Reddit, you know. <laughs> the regular, the regular. But, oh, yeah, hey, yeah, yeah, we say regular, yeah. So, hey, Pete, yeah. your three-year-old, is he, so do you live with them? You guys live together? Yeah, 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 sure, sure, okay. sure, you know, uh, and, 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 and that's what I was saying earlier, I get a chance to do what I always wanted to do. You know, uh, the fond memories and moments I've had growing up, I remember was eating dinner. You know, again, I come from a, a big Italian family. Uh, you know, some somebody got a promotion in their job. There was thirty people over the house eating. You know, ah, let's make some pasta. Let's make, you know. Um, so it was uh, special, you know. And uh, so, you know, I always wanted that, and I had it very, very short amount of time with my daughter. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and you know, so so yeah, I, I'm getting to. I feel like I'm getting. You know, I get the best of both worlds. I get a daughter. I got a son, and I'm getting to like have those moments where we can sit and eat dinner and. And watch them. I'm getting to do it all over again. And to be honest with you, it's a, uh, it's a, uh, it's special, man. You know, it, it, I forgot who told me. Somebody told me, like, you know, it's like a maybe. You know, I don't remember who told me, but it's like a reset button. You know, it's like you pet, like, like you have like a, you know, kid at this, you know, late, you know, like they have a big gap, their 15 year gap, you know. But um, yeah, it's a big jump. You know, it's like uh, you, you get to do it all over again, man, and and be better. You know, and that's nothing against my daughter. I always try to be better, but. You, you hopefully to be better to be a let better me, father. Let me ask you this: Does she? Um, obviously, she loves her brother, but does she ever? Has she expressed? Has she ever felt any kind of way that so her brother gets to have this this time, this kind of normal being raised by her, his dad time versus you know her missing out on some of that? Has she ever talked to you about that at all? Yeah, you know it's a great question. Um, you know, as good of a relationship I have with my daughter, you know, she's. Uh, also a teenager still and yeah. also goes through her emotions and, you know, I have to be very mindful of them, you know? Um, that's why, you know, uh, I tell, I tell, I tell my, my, I, I tell my, uh, friend uh, that I've been friends with a long time. He has a door that's six. I'm like, he's like one of those guys that like, he feels it out and he's like, okay, this is parenting. Okay. Okay. I got this. Or if he says, okay, this is how you own a home. Okay. I got this, but you don't realize I try to tell him parenting ain't like that, man. Life ain't like that because you know what you can own a home and then your water heater can blow the next day, or 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 I explained that like when you're a parent, you know there's like like Meek said it and it's true, even to parenting there's levels to this shit. Mm-hmm. The, the 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 one to five is a certain way. The five to ten is different. Oh wait till the period comes. Oh my god, Chill. the thirteen oh, you know the, the, the you know the 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 dating the you know it's like the you know, you know what I mean. It's like like like, like I get to an age sometimes. It's like I gotta punch myself. I saw my daughter's boyfriend, and he, he goes to the same barber I go to. He's a great oh, guy. Man. <laughs> oh, shit. He goes to the same barber I go to. That's terrible. You know, like I, I just treated him like you know. I didn't even tell him. Like I did, I did like a real sneak job. Uh, I, t- I said, "How much does he pay you?" And I gave it to them, and then he took they took care of it. But it's like I never thought like that. You know what I mean? And even like, even like, you know, even like, um, just being mindful. And I, I'm not gonna lose your. Uh, 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 question, um, um, Ketha, but, um, you know, even being mindful, like, you know, like I have a lot of friends that own different businesses and my daughter's like, Oh, I want to work here. And, you know, and, and, and I can get her in and she has to show what she could do. But 
like this one uh, spot. It's like a fitness spot. And my daughter, you know, she's very pretty. She's very fitness. And I'm like, yo, when I send this to like certain guys, I'm like, yo, guys are pigs, man. Like I'm really, I'm a guy and I remember being a pig, but I'm like, I remember telling them, like, yo, I'm going to send you this picture. You know, look at my daughter as somebody I'm asking you for this job. Don't look at it as anything else. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I know it's crazy. You know, it's like, you know, guys, man, you know, it's like, it's like, I, I don't know. So, so, but back to what you're saying, um, it's a, a good question because there's, t- I have to be mindful of that. There's times where I argue with my daughter. I remember saying, telling uh, her, telling me to go back to my family. And, um, I, I'll be honest with you, it was, uh, very, very hurtful, um, for me, you know, yeah. um, yeah. Be, you know, um, sometimes I feel like they forget. That's why I say, and again, presence of the presence, because kids will never remember how much you bought them. They'll remember the times, you know, <clears throat> um, I remember my daughter, my daughter doesn't remember anything. Like, she'll be like, ah, you didn't do that for me. What? I bought you that 20 times. Like, but they won't remember. Like, it's like, you got to show receipts on them. <laughs> and, you know, but they remember the moments, but so, so, you know, she, she does sometimes give me a hard time, like, as, you know, sometimes it's tough raising a girl where they have very moody, yeah. um, but, you know, it's a transition, you know, like, she didn't want me, you know, and, 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 and this fatherhood podcast, I mean, I don't know what your goal is, but while Premium Peace is going to be on, I'm going to try to uh, be insightful for people, um, you know, my daughter didn't want me to have another kid. And that's why, hence, I have a 15-year gap. Um, but I thought about it. When she became about 14, I remember her telling me, like, yo, dad, I'm going to skip this weekend, man. I'm going to go hang out with my friends. And oh, I was lost. Yeah. I didn't know what to do. Uh, you know, I didn't, I didn't know what to do. And I remember just being like, an, and I don't want to call myself an industry guy. I'm a guy. I'm a New Yorker. I'm, I'm a person that is in many circles. So, You're a you know, I was able to people. do my... <laughs> well, yeah, I was able to do my dirt during the week. And then the weekend came, I was all ready for my daughter. Yeah. And, uh, you know, get my rocks off during the week, get my time, you know what I mean? Whatever it is. And I remember when, you know, so, so I say this to say this. I love my daughter with all my heart to death. But if I were to listen to her, I would be a lonely man, hmm. you know? Um, and, and, and I had to, you know... I, I, why, you know, I, you know, it's funny too, cause it's like, I felt like a real, uh, New Yorker. And what I mean by that is like, you know, I remember when I, I met my lady at that time and, 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 you know, you know, you want to have, nah, I don't want to have another kid. Why? I don't know. You know, it's like, sometimes it's like being in New Yorker. Sometimes we just say, no, nah, I don't fuck with that. And then right. somebody, like, somebody's like, well, why? And then when somebody asks like, well, shit, I don't really even know why I'm saying yeah. I don't fuck with that. But I'm just, <laughs> I'm just, and I remember being like that, but, uh, you know, I'm glad I made that choice. And I explained to her that, you know what I mean? That, that, that I, I want her to have somebody. I tell her all the time. Like, I speak to my, my daughter. Maybe this is bad, but I speak to her like I could be gone tomorrow. And what I mean by that is, um, you know, I tell her like, look, when I'm, when I'm gone, I want you to take care of each other. I want you to take care of him. You know, I'm going to make sure that you are okay in certain areas, but I want you to, you know, to, to, to be, to have each other. You know, and, 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 you know, so, you know, I mean, it's tough, but do, do you, you know, think, do you, sometimes. do you think you speak to her like that just from a sense of, I don't know, guilt or you have like, you know, you, there was a gap of time you, you weren't able to be with her. Is that, you think? Yeah. One yeah. Of the reasons? One, yeah, absolutely. One of the reasons is guilt, but the other reason is I, I, 
it changed my life being a father. Like, like it did, man. It, 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 you know, sometimes I, you know, I hate saying cliche shit because it's corny, but it's fucking true. Like, you know, she got me out of the trouble. She gave me a, like, you know, I always say in life, and I say this, you need a reason. You need a reason. Like, people, how, how do people get off drugs? Like, you know, they, 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 they have to do it for themselves, but sometimes they need a reason. How do some people stay home and stop getting in trouble? They, they have to change themselves. Some don't, some do, but you need a reason. Like, she was the reason. And no matter what I do, even to this day, like, I still feel guilty sometimes, but I got to make sure that, you know, I'm making a sound decision. But when I, you know, but, but, so yeah, so, you know, there is some guilt there, but at the same time, it's also because it's love. It's, it's like, like, you know, it's like, I, I can't explain how powerful the feeling of being a, a father is, you know what I mean? Sometimes I look for the words. Um, and that's why I said in the beginning, like, I appreciate shows like this and I salute you guys for doing it. I wish I had the time, um, to do something solely for, um, it's meaningful and maybe it may not get the most clicks, uh, but it doesn't mean, you know, it doesn't get the most traction and doesn't help the next person. I mean, at Um, at the least, at the least we're doing this as a peer group for ourselves. Cause just like you said, there's no handbook to this and we all have children of different ages and different stages. So we started. We were having these conversations without recording it. So we were like, "Might as well just put this peer group out there because it might be other people that need it as well." Yeah, I agree with. That. I wish there was more, man. I wish there was like stuff we could do even in person. Um, man, whenever you guys do a first live show somewhere, hopefully in New York, if I'm out there, I'd love to be a part of it because I feel like um, we uh, we need to have this discussion more, and and fellow fathers need to feel like they have each other. Like like I get hit up all the time. I. I sometimes jump on the phone with strangers, you know, just to people would tell me like, yo, you know, I'm, I'm, I can't see my kids. You know, what, what could I do? Or, you know, I've, I've had people call me and, you know, the kids won't listen to them. And, you know, and, you know, I, I mean, I don't know what the hell I am sometimes. Like I call them like, you know, what kind of sneakers do you like? You know, all right, I'm going to send you a pair. Okay. You know, like, <laughs> you know, stop, stop being mean to your dad, man. You kids, some shit, you know, because wh- whatever, it's like, we need each other. And, and sometimes, we're afraid to ask questions, you know, but it's not easy being a parent, man. Yeah. It's not easy ask, going through it alone. Right? Or just yeah. ask each other for help. Guys don't like to ask each other for help a lot of times. So, yeah. So, yeah, yo, that's Pete, why it's important to, what you guys are doing, man. Yeah. To, uh, to kind of round it out on, on a, on a good upbeat note, just a little hip hop fun fact. Your, uh, your son's granddad or one of, one of his granddads is, uh, the great milk D correct. No, actually, my son's uh, um, uncle is Melty. Oh. Okay, uncle, right. Yep. His grandfather oh, is, 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 is the legendary Nat Robinson. Oh, Nat um, Robinson, you know, okay, shit. yep. Yeah, um, yeah, and then, you, you know, you can go into more and more of that family, you know. Um, but, yeah, 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 definitely, uh, Melty's his, his uh, uncle. So, you know. And, 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 and it's funny because uh, her... her um, I, I'll never forget when I when I when I met. So I've been friends with her uh, her, her brother for a while, um, her other brother who looks exactly like Gibbs actually. And okay. um, I, you know, I I I didn't even know. Like he was one of those kids. He doesn't even tell you those type of things. You know what I mean? So I remember right. being at like a picnic, and I was like, "What the hell is Milk D doing here? What the hell is this doing?" I mean, to this is my brother, and I was like, "Oh yeah, you know." <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, no, great, great, great people, great family. 
um, you know, uh, what they were able to do. It's funny, too, because, you know, just a little hip-hop history fact, uh, a lot of people think, like, you know, uh, Milk D got, you know, is a one-hit wonder. And, okay, you know, Top Billin is one of the most sample songs in hip-hop history. I mean, you just go check. Uh, right. um, it's so many, so so many things, you know, even Otis, the way he says, yeah, it's chilling, Jay, it's chilling. I mean, that's a cut right there. Um, right. You know, um, to 50, to Mary, to, to, to just a tremendous amount. But, you know, even like, you know, that, that uh, you know, they, audio too was big, but for more so what he'd done as a producer, you know, um, even as like Eamon, I don't know if anybody remembers a kid that, uh, um, some people call them Eamon or Eamon. Uh, he had that big song like, fuck it, I don't want you back. You know, uh, it was humongous years ago. Um, he's from Staten Island. I don't know if anybody remembers it, but it was a humongous hit. Um, and, and, and he, you know, executive produced that whole album. So, you know, uh, it's a, there's a lot, a lot of fun facts with that family, man. Oh, you yeah. Know? That first priority first was priority. a, uh, that was a great label. Yep. Yeah. Early, early on, you know what I mean? Yep. But they made some noise, made some traction, you know, so. But yeah, hopefully, uh, hopefully when you know he gets older, you know he's able to. It's funny too because sometimes I say to myself, a lot of people, and think about this, you know, we're older, we're getting older. Even you know, uh, I don't know how old you are, Manny, but even even uh, EFN, you know, it's like, like I look at my daughter, I'm like, all the connections I I I grew up with her, uh, you know, and we did them. Like I would have her on like you know front row seats, floor seats, or suites, or different people. And I say now my son comes. He, he he would appreciate it more because my daughter was like, I don't care to go to the giant game. I don't care to go here. But my son probably going to go crazy for it. I'm like, damn, I still hope I have all these people around because we're all getting older. Everybody's going to be, uh, you know, retired. You know, so it's like, you know, I worry about that. Not not, not just for hookups, just for, that's why I'm glad I'm still a young father. Like, you know, I took my, my before my daughter went to college, I uh, wanted to ease her mind and uh, I took her to Mexico. And we went on a trip, and, and I'll never forget, I was at the uh, customs, and I showed them uh, our passport, and, uh, and, uh, she, and they, you know, we, were, we were heading, and they said, oh, you're going to, uh, you, you guys are on a honeymoon? And I'm like, no, nah, man, that's my daughter. Oh, and, uh, <laughs> awkward. <laughs> yeah, yeah, real awkward, and I was like, you know, but it's good, you know, I, I, I'm a young father, so it's like, you know, and, you know I, I give shouts and blessings to anybody who wants to be a father, but I do worry about age. I, I, always, I always do numbers. Okay, so when I'm 60, <laughs> still be this. When I'm 50, I still be this. But, you know, it, it, it's, I feel like if you wait for the perfect moment, you'll never have it. You know so I mean? so is, this, is this it? Or are you thinking about more? Or are you interested in man, having I, more kids? Man, Hey, hey, you you just finished you just finished saying you're a young father. Definitely got the energy for it. Um, you know, uh, I like to say for now, yes, but you know, um, you know, you never know. You know, I've had talks. My, I love my daughter telling me like, "You got another kid." I'm not talking to you, and I was like, "Oh shit, man." Um, but you know, sometimes I see like my son, and 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 I'm like, "Damn, man," you know. He, he's all, even though he has an older daughter, I mean, uh, uh, sister, it's like, sometimes like he's like a single, like a, like an only kid right. because, you know, they don't live together and she's right. in college and, you know, so I don't know. Sometimes I think it's for the kids. It's great for them to have somebody. So I don't know. I, I don't know. I'm going to leave that as a, I don't know, man, you know, uh, and for, and for those part two of the, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, you know what? Yeah. We'll have you back when, uh, when the next child is born. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> Comes on next month and shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
And for those who don't know uh, Pete, you know he's got a great podcast, Premium Pete Show. He's been a you know he was a longtime member of the whole Combat Jack crew, sneaker culture purveyor, and all around good guy. Got his hands in a lot of different things. Pete, where can yeah, uh, yeah, food, 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 food guy, food guy for sure, food guy. Don't forget that. Oh yeah, food yeah, food, yeah. You and you and Bun yeah, have the have, the have the food. food well, we uh, got to eat this. Right? Yep. 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 Yeah, we have the food side, food. You know, and plus I work with a lot of food companies. I work with a lot, a lot of startups. Um, nice. You know, so you know, I'm doing. It. Now, what do you say? Where can uh, what? Now, I was gonna say, where, where can the people catch you? Where do you you know? Because I know you have you on Twitter, but where where can people catch you and get in touch with you? Uh, man, fuck. How about this? Because it's this type of show. Well, first of all, I'm on Instagram, Twitter. Uh, all social platforms at Premium Pete, but uh, because uh, I really, really appreciate what you guys are doing. Um, if um, there's a fellow father listening to this, or even mom, or, or, or that sure. is going through, that could be you know, it's separated. Uh, it's a weekend dad that's you know, uh, confused. Maybe needs some advice or or, or anything, man. Um, just email me uh, the Premium Pete Show at gmail dot com. That's the premium peach show at gmail.com email me man I'll, I'll i'll definitely you know just mention that you heard me on um father's, uh, father's podcast and yeah and and, and uh you know i definitely I mean, look if i can't help somebody then then what did i go through uh those times for i always say this sometimes people need to experience their own stuff but if you can help them get down that road a little bit easier then you've done a good job Absolutely. Nice. Well, Pete, anytime you want to come back and chop it up, man, we're happy to have you, man. Yep. And we appreciate, sure, appreciate it. Thank you, brother. Sure, man. Appreciate y'all, man. Keep, Thank on, you, man. Appreciate Keep on doing the good things for the fathers, man. Peace yes, out. sir. All right, y'all. Later. Peace. Yo, be a father. If not, why bother, son? A boy can make him, but a man can raise one. Be a father to your child. Be a father to your child.